0: What's up, guys? It is Coasters and Things here today, back again with another episode of The Thrill Live. Today, I'm joined again with Beyond the Thrills.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to our podcast. This is the third episode. Um, appreciate all the support we've gotten thus far on not only YouTube, but Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you've watched or listened. Appreciate all of you guys, for tuning in. So what do you say? Jump right into our episode today?
0: Real quick, episodes one and two ended up being pretty long in terms of duration, so we're going to try and condense the episodes down a little bit, to maybe about 25 minutes.
1: Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I think we were close to, what, the 40-minute mark yeah. with the first Great. two? Yeah, so we're aiming more towards the 25, 30-minute mark this time around. And not only that, not only today, but going forward. So,
0: Yeah, because episode two ended up being almost 38 minutes.
1: Yeah, and coming from someone who listens to a lot of podcasts and watches vodcasts, it's better when it's a little shorter because... Those that are close to an hour, sometimes I tend to lose interest after a while. So I think if we're able to pack everything in, all the info and everything we want to talk about in 25 minutes, then that's a good thing. So
0: Yeah, and actually the average human attention span is 25 minutes. (laughs) Is it really?
1: I, I would think it would be less than that now because YouTube shorts and TikToks tend to do better than normal YouTube videos now.
0: Yeah, because they're short.
1: Yeah, because people could just swipe through and they only have, what, a short attention span to not talking about you guys watching right now. But a majority of humans are like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's jump in. And we're kind of starting on somewhat of a sour note, I guess you could say, but yeah. The Orlando Freefall is set to be torn down forever because of the tragic death that took place last March. So what do you have on this topic,
0: Jason? So let me get into context first. So the Orlando Freefall was built in and completed in December of 2021. It's the world's tallest drop tower at 430 feet tall. That's menacingly tall. Uh it drops you at 75 miles per hour. It was manufactured by Funtime. On March 24th, 2022, 14-year-old Tyree Simpson rode the Orlando Freefall, and on the descent down, he fell out of his seat to an instant death.
1: Yeah, those that are watching this, if you happen to be on. The free fall when he fell, I, I, I just, I, terrible, like, so sorry. I, I just, I can't even imagine what it must have been like to be there and actually witness it. Not only be on the ride with him as he, you know, fell to his death, but even just being at Icon Park that night, watching off the ride, seeing, I don't know, you're just walking around the park and you look to your left and there's just some kid falling to his death. I, I can't even imagine you said you you
0: saw the video. Yeah, I saw the video. It's really really scarring. I didn't watch it again.
1: I, I can't remember if I ended up watching the video or not. But I'm pretty sure someone sent it in a group chat that I'm in. But not ringing a bell. I'm pretty sure I didn't end up watching it just because I don't I don't want to see that. Like and I don't like that kind of draw jarring st- you know footage and stuff like that. But. Here's what I'd also like to say. Now, obviously, this is all terrible, what happened. Like, absolutely tragic. Horrible. But I know a lot of people, news stations, just other content creators, really just anywhere you read, they all say that this ride was not safe. Now, I hate to be that person, but if you look at the picture of the kid on the screen, he's a bigger person, so... He definitely exceeded the maximum weight. No?
0: He weighed, it says his approximate weight was 383 pounds. That's over 100 pounds heavier than the weight limit in that ride. And so then what was the weight limit? Do you know? 285 or 287, something like that. It was in kilograms, not pounds. Okay. Well, clearly. Pounds. But in in case you're watching this from another nation, we're American. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: clearly he exceeded the maximum weight. So was it the ride operator's fault, do you think? Or do you think it actually had to do with the engineering behind the ride?
0: I feel like it was the ride operator's fault because it had over-the-shoulder restraints. The same ones that you'll find on, like, Gerslauer coasters. They look just the same as, like, the ones that you'll find on Mystery Mine or Shell Razor, you know, those big, bulky, over-the-shoulder restraints that I absolutely hate.
1: (laughs) I wonder if there's a picture or a video of Tyree Sampson before he fell, him actually, you know, boarding the ride to see him going up. Like, did the – there's no way that the shoulder – Like, there's no way that the restraints came all the way down. There's no way.
0: No, because the -the over-the-shoulder restraints, there's a certain position that they lock in. Right. So basically what we're getting at
1: here is we feel, now everyone has their own personal opinion, but we feel that it had nothing to do with the engineering behind the ride. It was the ride operator's fault for allowing this kid to go on the ride when he clearly was too big to ride. Now, we're also, we've also both worked at amusement parks, and I can tell you there's been many times where I've had to tell guests at the park, sorry, you're too tall or sorry, you're too big, to go on this attraction. How, did you as well?
0: Yeah. It, I worked at Hershey Park this past summer, for those that don't know. Sometimes when I worked, like, Candymonium... Um, Candemonium has a very strict, uh, size requirement by the way, yeah. but, um, wait, really
1: that surprises me. Cause it, it's, of all the, well, of all the coasters at Hershey park, that one's a bit of a surprise because it's just the B and M clamshells.
0: Yeah. Although Hershey's, uh, rules, you have to get three clicks on the clamshell. You can't go with just one click.
1: Okay. It okay. will
0: not dispatch unless there's at least three clicks. But, gotcha. Uh, okay, if you can't, if we couldn't get three clicks, uh, they couldn't ride. Yeah,
1: and it's a it's 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 a horrible thing to say to someone. But it's at the end of the day, it's for everyone's safety. And if that ride operator just I don't know felt bad that the rest of his friend group could go on the ride and he couldn't. That's just something you have to do sometime being basically how I always word it is it's nothing personal. It's just for your safety and the safety of the other guests on the ride.
0: Yeah. I know I'm comparing a drop tower to a roller coaster, so it's not the fairest comparison, but you get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. So again, we feel it was the ride operator at fault and had nothing to do with the rides engineering and how it was made.
0: This was not the ride's fault and it was not Tyree's fault. It was completely on the ride ops.
1: Yeah. And if one of the ride operators is watching this, just know it's, I'm I'm sure you've heard it from so many people. It's everyone makes mistakes, but learn
0: from this. Uh Uh-huh. It was October 6th that the ride was officially announced to be taken down. And I don't think it's going to get relocated with uh, that incident being so well known as it is. I don't think another park would want that ride ever.
1: Right. It's, It's out of respect for Tyree and his family. So I understand why they're taking it down. And I personally, if this had never happened, yeah, I wanted to ride it.
0: Yeah, I did. too. Uh, I drove right past it when I went to Orlando this past April, uh, just two weeks after the incident happened.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted to ride it, but y- so did you I. Know.
0: it was one of the shortest lived rides ever. It lasted only three months. Right. Well, and, and honestly, one thing real quick. Um, I know I feel really bad because I know an enthusiast that got a job working at Icon Park. And then two days after he started working there, the incident happened.
1: Wow. Really? Well, that's not a good way. That's not a good way to start off a new job. I assume this person doesn't work there anymore.
0: I don't know. I assume not.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's pretty much, that's pretty much all we got on this topic. So let's move on to a more positive topic. This is really exciting. By the way, I was pretty stoked when I saw this. Um, the early concept art was leaked on Screamscape for a potential Fast and Furious roller coaster at Universal Studios Hollywood. This will give Universal Hollywood its third coaster. So they have Flight of the Hippogriff, and they also have Revenge of the Mummy.
0: Yeah, and um, supposedly the name for it is going to be called Fast and Furious Hollywood Drift, which, by the way, is such a cool name. I love that name. I actually like that.
1: I was hoping... I. I- I didn't read that anywhere. I didn't know that was the, the name. Where'd you find that? Was it on Screamscape?
0: No, it was on a, a news website.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cause I don't pretty sure I didn't see it on Screamscape, but I was a little bit worried that they were going to call it fast and furious supercharged, which is the dark ride at studios, Florida. So it's cool that they're, you know, they came up with something
0: original. Yeah, and it looks like, just based off of the uh, concept art, it looks like it'll feature a backwards spike and spinning trains.
1: Yeah, so here's a look at the concept arts themselves, and what do you think? Where do you think it'll rank in terms of all of the attractions at Studios Florida? I mean, or at Studios Hollywood, pardon me. Oh,
0: I'm not too familiar with Hollywood's. Uh, attractions. It's probably one of my the parks I follow the least. Uh, I know they have the Studio Backlot Tour. That is supposedly like the reason people go to H- Universal Hollywood compared to Universal Orlando is the Studio Tour. Because Univers- um sorry, Orlando used to have the Studio Tour, but they got rid of it. Hollywood still has it.
1: Yeah, but that's also partially because Hollywood is still a working studio and Universal orlando is just the theme park
0: yeah yeah um
1: they have jurassic park river adventure
0: well i think it's just jurassic, jurassic world now jurassic world river adventure yeah yeah and it looks way better than jurassic park river adventure at, uh universal orlando i think
1: gotcha i know they also recently added well not recently but in the last Two or three years they added a secret life of pets Dark Ride, which everyone says is, is really cool the
0: technology is really cool yeah and this, I'm probably way behind on this but it wasn't wasn't it just a couple years ago that they added a their Hogwarts section
1: yeah yeah, not too long ago that way way after uh,
0: Orlando because Orlando. Orlando was 2010 or eleven. That sounds right. Yeah, we really
1: should have fact-checked this. <laughs> yeah, we really should have fact-checked this.
0: But, um, yeah. That's- In terms of a manufacturer, we don't know. Although, if you were to ask me, I'd say two. I have two guesses as to who it would be. Either Intamin or Premier Rides. Premier. Do you think there's a possibility it could be Vacoma or definitely not? I don't think it would be Vakoma. I don't think it would be Vakoma because it's supposedly going to be a launch coaster. Yeah, oh. well... Wait, never mind. Vakoma does launch coasters. Formula at Energylandia. Duh. And doesn't Let Coaster have a launch? No. no. But Rocking Roller Coaster does.
1: Yeah, no, Let Coaster's
0: a lift hill. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. It. it I mean... and it looks, like, it looks like it'll kind of have this, like... Mm, Kind of like velocicoaster style element to it, where it has the two, um, the stall and then the overbank like right next to each other. You know.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to um, Amusement Insider. I don't know if you watch his channel. Uh, if you're watching this, I'm looking forward to your uh, No Limits creation of what this ride could be because you're always like quick to do at least make a speculated guess on what the layout could be.
0: Yeah, um, and supposedly it's going to like start at the back of the park and then work its way down to the front of the park. Okay,
1: that'll be very cool. Like, if you couldn't tell already, we're both not too, too familiar on what Universal Studios Hollywood is like because we both have not been there, and I really
0: don't know that many people that have been there. And little information is known about the ride at this point.
1: Yeah, it's just exciting that the park will be adding another roller coaster to their collection of rides because, I mean, two roller coasters and both of them are not, I guess you could say, thrilling. I guess you could say, could you say Mummy's Thrilling? Flight of the Hippogriff is a family coaster, so.
0: Yeah, although, I mean, it's a clone. Both of them are clones.
1: Exactly, so it'll be something original. Well, at least when it opens. I wouldn't be surprised if, universal orlando were to clone it at either studios or islands of adventure in a, a couple of years later but that's just you know <laughs> just like disney with tron i mean how many disney parks have tron now
0: <laughs> two
1: yeah right okay so that's pretty much all we got on that topic exciting stuff so now
0: this should be a fairly quick topic to uh go through
1: <laughs> yeah nighthawk at carowinds reopens for the first time this season it's been closed all season and who
0: would have thought that
1: three weeks left in
0: the season that they open it
1: yeah was it it was september right or no it was like the first couple days of october when it opened
0: it was last friday that it opened three days ago
1: okay so that yeah that was october wow
0: yeah october 7th Supposedly, it was down for a repaint and for upgrades in the station. Gotcha. Now, Do you have any? It couldn't, uh, it couldn't have been closed for that long because of a repaint. It does not take six months to repaint a coaster. <laughs> Do you have any plans to go to Carowinds at all, or no? Not not this year. I'm gonna. I'm waiting to go back to Carowinds when, when um, what's it called? Aeronautica Landing opens next year. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. With- The four new Zamperla rides: the Nebula, the Disco, the Ares. I can't remember what the last one is. Nighthawk. It was the first flying coaster. It was the first real flying coaster. Um, Right. Uh, I've been on Batwing at Six Flags America. You've been on.
1: You went on Firehawk, didn't you?
0: Nah, I've been on Batwing and Nighthawk.
1: Just Batwing and Nighthawk. Okay. Which of the two do you think's better?
0: Batwing, for sure. So you're not a Nighthawk fan then. Nighthawk's like a three out of ten for smoothness. Batwing's like a six and a half for smoothness. Okay, and I think everyone can
1: agree on this. Flying coasters are a lot better when they're smooth. When they're a lot better when
0: they're B and M. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Uh, now, original Nighthawk. I'm talking about. It originally opened as Stealth at California's Great America in 2000. Then it was moved to Carowinds in 2004, known as Borg Assimilator, when it was Paramount's Carowinds.
1: Right, yeah, I think Nighthawk's a lot cooler name than, what did what it used to be called? Borg Assimilator. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, that's kind of hard to say, too, especially if you want to, like, I don't know, if you're going around the park, yeah, let's go on Hurler, let's go on Borg Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. But yeah, Carowinds reopened one of their roller coasters,
0: so... Honestly, I kind of have mixed emotions about that because I kind of want that thing gone and uh, another coaster to go in that location. Nighthawk's really shaky.
1: Hey, man, the general public, it's another ride that the guests can go on. So Yeah, the general public love Nighthawk. Yeah, I mean, it's Vakoma Flying Dutchman's are cool if they're smooth.
0: Yeah, Batwing's smooth, Nighthawk's not.
1: Gotcha. All right, so. Like we said, that was a quick topic, so let's move on. Now.
0: It should be another quick topic.
1: <laughs> well, maybe a little longer than the last topic, but we touched on this last episode because there was an RMC wooden crate spotted outside of Hershey Park. Now we have a truck.
0: Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> yeah. First, they announced the closure of the ride. Then we see an RMC crate. Now we see an RMC truck. Hmm. What are we going to see next? I don't know. Track. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's confirmed. I mean, there's really not much else to say. I guess you're right. This is a short topic.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but I saw uh, Hershey Park Enthusiast. I know you're friends with that kid.
0: Yeah, uh, I met him a few times when I was working up there. He's a really cool dude. He's only 16, and he makes stellar videos.
1: Yeah, his videos are great. Um, I saw he did a video. He said he wasn't trespassing. I don't know exactly where he was, but he was able to get up close and personal with all of the wooden supports
0: and the truck and the crate, just everything laid outside of the construction site. I bet he was uh, in the uh, employee parking lot because the employee parking lot, that's where they have a lot of their like construction vehicles and uh, supplies and stuff like that. It's right next to Wildcat as well.
1: Oh, sort of like where you drive out. I kind of know where you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he probably wasn't trespassing then. Who knows? Or maybe he knows people just because his channel's kind of, you know, it's starting to get up there. Maybe he was able to get connections or... Was able to get in there. Who knows?
0: Yeah, and that dude, he's almost at 10,000 subs.
1: Yeah. If you're watching this dude, keep up the good work. Uh, congrats yeah, on make, everything that you do.
0: You make great videos. He uploads like two or three times a day. Oh my gosh.
1: I don't, I don't know how like, he does
0: it. He's like Canopy Coaster.
1: I don't watch Canopy Coaster, but I know who it is. He uploads a lot too?
0: Yes, like twice a
1: day. Wow. That's... Yeah, I don't know how you guys do it. But anyway, when do you think we'll see an announcement from the park?
0: Should be any day now. Probably within the next two weeks, I'd say.
1: Yeah, but we said that in July. It should be any day now. We said that in August. Should be any day now. So,
0: well, My original thought when they announced his closure is, I thought they were going to announce RMC Wildcat in like either Labor Day week, weekend or in mid-September. Well, that clearly didn't happen. Yeah, no. Twisted Twizzler? No, no. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I hate that name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if there is Red Track on site, I'll be a little worried. I think, yeah, Twisted Twizzler, it's possible. Even though we both aren't the biggest fans of that name, if there happens to be Red Track spotted on site within the next couple days, I'm not going to... Feel too optimistic, I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: All right, and then our last topic here before we hop into our special segment. Moana Journey of Water is expected to open late 2023 to give Epcot another attraction.
0: I think this is good. Epcot's been receiving a lot of love recently. Uh yeah. With, um with Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, um remy's remy's ratatouille yep was that is that at epcot
1: yeah that is at epcot it's in the uh it it's in italy
0: yeah it's in italy yeah uh remy's ratatouille adventure uh, even frozen ever after which i know that was a remodel of another ride but you know
1: yeah so and i touched on this i'm almost positive back in the summer when i did an interview with Andreas, thrilled in magic. If you follow him or watches, I've seen can- some of his Yeah, we touched on this in our interview. We said, we both said that it's kind of like Disney bounces around to each park. So Hollywood Studios was the park that they really were adding additions to last with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They kind of renovated the Muppets Courtyard with Grand Avenue, Pizza Rizzo, Baseline Tap House, and Storyland. Storyland, <laughs> Story right? And then they also updated, um, One Man's Dream to Walt Disney Presents. Sorry, I was kind of having a yeah.
0: brain fart there. And um, they so, added, a, yeah, they added Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy a few years ago. Right. So now they're starting to,
1: you know. Fast forward to Epcot, and then once they do a lot to Epcot, I have a feeling they'll work their way back to Animal Kingdom because that's the park right now that they really have not added anything to, at least since Pandora.
0: Yeah. When was that? I think it was 2017, I think, was Pandora.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. And, yes, Magic Kingdom is still opening Tron, but can we even really count that because that's been... We don't know. (laughs) Yeah, because that... that That's been years in the making, too.
0: Yeah, it's been five years in the making.
1: Yeah, so I I don't even want to, I don't even really want to count that. So, yeah, Disney, Walt Disney World is putting all of their efforts into Epcot as of late. So, yeah, cool that they're going to add a Moana attraction. I know that's like a popular Disney
0: movie. Supposedly, it's going to be a water maze, whatever the heck that is.
1: Yeah, more info should come out soon. So,. Very good stuff coming out of Epcot. So now our special segment, we'll try to make this short and sweet and then wrap up today's episode. Now we're going to pick three of our favorite hotels we'd stay at in no particular order. Oof. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. I already, when I came up with this, cause I don't tell him, what these special segments are last week when we talked about. Yeah. Last week when we talked about the coaster
0: models at your home park,
1: the coaster models at our home park, I didn't tell him he had to come up with that on the fly. So here's what I'll say for my first one, bear Creek mountain resort. It's up in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. It's a ski resort, but I have stayed there multiple times years past when I had a season pass to Dorney park and I wanted to get two days one trip basically, because yes, I can do Dorney park in a day. It's about an hour and a half, an hour, 45 minutes for me. But there was times when I was younger and had a Dorney pass where we kind of wanted to make a vacation out of it. So we'd go and stay there and they have an outdoor pool, a lot of restaurants on site. It's only about 10 to 15 minutes from Dorney. So we would go to the park during the day, eat at the hotel at night and yeah, really a lot of good memories there. They have, like I said, it was, it's a ski resort, so it's completely dead in the summer. So we'd have the pool to ourselves. And then they even had, we never took the shuttle, but they even had a shuttle to and from Dorney if we wanted to take it, which was nice, but we never ended up taking it. There was also like a ropes course, mountain bike, mountain biking in the woods, a lot of different like activities you could do around the resort so bear creek mountain as my first one which is in lehigh valley pennsylvania
0: okay um for my first one i'm gonna be rather basic i'm gonna say la quinta
1: (laughs) really Where, where which la quinta
0: all of them they're all so nice
1: okay i only stayed at one and it was across the street from king's dominion and it was average so Yeah, I guess you could say my experience with La Quinta's actually not true. I stayed at another La Quinta on the way home from Cedar Point in 2021. We were searching for a hotel because we were driving home. It was near the Hershey area, even though we only had like another two and a half hours to drive. It was like almost one in the morning and my mom and I were just exhausted and we just needed a place to crash. That La Quinta was probably a little nicer than the one at Kings Dominion. My family has Hilton Rewards, so we normally stay at Hilton's, so my family, yeah. has
0: cho- my family has choice hotels rewards,
1: okay, yeah, I've stayed at a couple comfort suites, they're nice
0: and comfort ends, yeah,
1: yeah, so yeah, I don't really have too much of an experience with La Quinta, so okay, I'll probably go my next one, Disney's Art of Animation at the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. It's the theming is just unbelievable. They have the big blue pool with the speakers underwater. I stayed in the cars section when I stayed there and the cars pool is really cool because all the cabanas are cones and it's the cozy cone motel. I'm also, I'm also a big fan of cars. I've loved cars since I was little. So yeah, I'd probably go art of animation as my second one. That's a really cool resort. I really like staying there. You feel like you're in the
0: movie. It's awesome. my second one i'd probably say wilderness at the smokies uh that's a really fun uh it's a water park resort okay okay think like great wolf lodge kind of like that gotcha okay cool yeah
1: i've stayed at the i've stayed at the great escape lodge six flags great escape lodge up in the adirondacks like what is it? Queens, Queensbury, New York. So it's probably similar to that.
0: Yeah. And they have an indoor water park and two outdoor water parks. And then right across the street from it is Soaky mountain water park, which if you stay at wilderness, you get free admission to Soaky mountain.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yes. You kind of got like the best of both worlds. Everything's right there.
0: I've only stayed there once, but it was awesome.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe
0: when I do go to Tennessee,
1: I'll have to look into that because I love indoor water parks. Um, my third one, I'm not going to go the Great Escape Lodge. I enjoyed the Great Escape Lodge, but I don't think it's top three worthy. And I don't want to put any of the Hiltons that I've stayed at in this. They're all nice, but I'm trying to go like my top three. I might go Hotel Breakers, actually, at
0: Cedar Point. Ah, you stole what I was going to say.
1: I might go Hotel uh, Hotel Breakers. Um,
0: If I not was- that...
1: If not that, I'll go Hershey
0: Lodge. Okay. I was just about to tell you, don't say Hotel Breakers, because I'm going to say Hotel Breakers.
1: <laughs> yeah, the only thing is, my first time I went to Cedar Point was 2021, last August. Well, now two, au- two uh, summers ago now. Wow, we're almost in 2023. Time flies. Um <laughs> I stayed at a Hilton that time around. Then my whole family went this past summer. It was in June and we stayed at Breakers. Very nice. However, Cedar Point has a very disgusting bug problem. If I can look past that, <laughs> if I can look past that, I thought the resort was really nice, but I just remember being in the hot tub at night with my dad. We had to like call the lifeguard over from like the kiddie area to get like one of those nets cuz all these bugs were surrounding us. It was kind of gross but uh, besides all that because that's out of that's out of cedar points control like they were constantly hosing down all the bugs like there clearly there was a problem in that area there was nothing they could do about it but i don't remember the resort having that bug problem in 2021 so i feel like the bugs tend to go they're, they're there more earlier in the summer and they tend to go away in august so i'll go Yeah, I'd probably go Breakers, even though I do love Hershey Lodge because Hershey Waterworks is awesome. You went to Hershey Lodge, right?
0: Yeah, I didn't stay there, but I went there, yeah.
1: Yeah, that place is awesome. I've stayed there multiple times. Um, So yeah, I'd go Bear Creek Mountain by Dorney, um, Art of Animation at Walt Disney World, and Hotel Breakers.
0: Okay. For me, this isn't uh, connected to a theme park at all. When you go to this... Hotel, it's its own adventure, essentially. Um, but I would probably say the Gaylord Opryland Resort in Nashville, Tennessee.
1: Okay. You stayed there?
0: Uh-huh. And I've also stayed at uh, Gaylord National in uh Maryland, I think it is. There's like yeah
1: four- I think we talked about this before. I stayed there as well with the ice.
0: Yeah. There's like four of those Gaylord hotels. There's Opryland, National,
1: Palms I think in Orlando.
0: Yeah, in Texan in somewhere in Texas, I can't remember. Yeah,
1: when I went it was the Dreamworks. I must have been still in elementary school, I think. But I I remember going there. It's like right on National Harbor. It's really nice the one in uh Maryland.
0: Yeah, the one in uh Tennessee in Nashville is the original. And it's got okay. uh, it's got a boat ride uh in it. Um and they just opened a couple years ago. Sound What's it called? SoundWorks or Sound whatever it's called. Their water park, their new water park that they just opened uh, in connection with it a couple of years ago.
1: That's awesome. There's like so much to do in Tennessee outside of Dollywood. It's crazy. I know like nothing about it. Which <laughs>
0: uh, is and Gatlinburg. That area has a lot to do, and then Nashville has a lot to do.
1: Awesome. Where do you recommend I were to stay when I go to Dollywood? The Dreammore, or should I stay at that
0: water park resort you were talking about? Depends what you want. Uh, if you want closer to Dollywood, dream more. If you want the water park, wilderness. If you wilderness,
1: stay. At- does wilderness have like a lot of little kids running around though? Is it kind of like, like that?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They have two outdoor water parks and an indoor water park. And then you get free admission to Soaky Mountain right across the street. If you stay at wilderness, I mean.
1: Right. So there's perks to both then.
0: Okay. Very cool.
1: So yeah, that was our uh, special segment. So yeah. Um, anything
0: else? Uh, we went way over our time again. <laughs> you really? Yeah. We're at 35 minutes now.
1: I'm typing something in here because I forgot to add this. Which do you think was our most interesting topic that we touched on today? Um, I I might go, I might go either the, the universal coaster at Hollywood or
0: our special segment. (laughs) I I don't want to say it. Oh, you think the free fall? Yeah. Just because it's so significant.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's, I try not to think about it, but I felt like we had to at least touch on it because, It's in the news right now, and that's what this podcast is all about, touching on whatever is trending in the theme park industry. So, yeah, that's pretty much all we got. I'll let you wrap up here, Jason.
0: Thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe to both of our channels. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And this is Coasters and Things and Beyond the Thrills signing out.